Hello and welcome back to Franklin Covey's Be a Better Leader series. My name is Lena Rinne and I'm the Senior Vice President of Professional Services and Client Facilitation at Franklin Covey. I'm also your host for this season of conversations about what you don't know when you become a leader. Leadership is a constantly evolving journey and it's easy to feel like you're in uncharted territory as you navigate new challenges and responsibilities. That's why we're dedicating this entire season to exploring the topics that can catch new leaders off guard and help you build the skills that you need to succeed. One of the biggest challenges when moving into a leadership role for the first time is making the mindset shift from being an individual contributor to being a leader. To help us better understand that shift and what we can do after we've made that shift, I've invited best-selling author and Franklin Covey senior leadership consultant, Victoria Roos Olson, to join us. Victoria, it is always a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Well, thank you so much, Lena, and likewise. It's a pleasure to be here and talk about one of our all-time favorite topics, right? <laughs> yes, leadership, being a leader, the challenges of being a leader. Let's dive right in. Um, you, you have leadership experience and you've also worked with untold numbers of leaders yourself. Can mm -hmm. you help us by defining, you know, what is this leadership mindset that we're referring to and how does it differ from that of an individual contributor? Sure. And really simply, before you become a leader, when you look at your career and your success to date, it's really about that individual contributor, what it is that you achieve that, what you make happen. Now, the moment you become a leader, it's not about you anymore. It is about how do you help your team to become successful? And that, that, that's it. Really, <laughs> it's it's changing that, and it sounds it so sounds easy. so easy. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> if only it were that easy to make the shift, yes. because it is. I mean, even though it's not about us, the purpose of a leader is to get work done through other people. But when you become a leader, it almost feels like the ego is that much more relevant in a way, doesn't it? In a way, and you've sort of been programmed to think that way because the irony is that. In most cases, in 99% of the leaders that I meet when I work with leadership development and coaching and all of that, they can really relate back to how they got promoted into leadership in the first place. And that was because they were such awesome individual yes. contributors. Yes. Right? Yes. So what brought us into leadership, and I mean, think about it for yourself when you got your first role into, I mean, I certainly can relate it to my own leadership career. It's probably because we did something really well when we were an individual contributor. And those skills there are not exactly the ones that will make us right. successful in that new role. Right. It's actually almost counterintuitive in a way, right? Because I did such a good yes. job. Now I'm the boss. And yes. now all of a sudden, that's not what I need anymore. It's, it's pretty fascinating in a way. Yes. <laughs> One question. So you've been a mentor to me throughout my leadership uh, journey as well. Thank you for that. And I want to talk a bit about the challenges. I mean, you've seen me stumble in my leadership. Certainly as a leader, you've stumbled in various elements. But when you're making that mindset shift, one challenge we've talked about, it's not necessarily mm -hmm. what got you here that's going to get you there. But what other challenges yeah. do new leaders face in making this mindset shift? Well, I think part of the challenge is that most new leaders you don't just step into your leadership role, but you still, in most cases, need to also stay in the player role. Mm -hmm. I, I knew 
like think about it for for ourselves when we got into leadership there was still an element of just doing of of being the player so not only are you going to change mindset but you're not entirely going to change mindset because you're still going to most likely be in charge of some of these other aspects of your job so it makes it like double difficult if it, that makes sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yeah. I was going to just, sorry to interrupt you. I was going to say, you know, as you're saying that, and one thing I'm observing right now, as we're seeing a few macroeconomic headwinds and maybe a little bit more pressure for some leaders is interestingly, even those who might've made the mindset shift are feeling pressure that's driving them back down into the individual contributor role itself. So they go into this micromanagement role. Are you seeing that same thing? Yes. And I think that's so interesting that you're pointing that out. And and think about it. Whenever in life about leadership or anything in reality, when we get a little insecure, what do we do? We want to fall back into the safe area, right? It's like whether on, on the sport field or in the family area or at work or in their leadership role. So we're here potentially as a new leader and we're struggling a little bit and it's quite unsecure what's really going on, then it's so easy to lean back to what we know really yes. well. Yes. Yeah, and oftentimes, especially if we were part of the team and now we're in charge yeah. of the team, yes. <laughs> what I know is the job of the team. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I actually do have a very personal experience and this happened to me this is almost 10 years ago and I had moved back to an individual contributor role because I really wanted to learn around the world of sales and commercial where I didn't have that much experience. So I went back and I was an individual contributor. I was a key account manager and driving sales and I enjoyed it. It took a few years and then I got promoted to the director of business development. And now I was in that famous situation where I was leading the team, and I still had to manage my own accounts. And as we know, they're both two time-consuming, energy-driving jobs, right? But here I was, and whenever it came down to where should I prioritize, how should I spend my time, there was a little voice in the back of my head that went, well, Victoria, if you are not doing great sales yourself, the rest of the team they will not really trust you to be their leader. So it was so interesting because I think it's one part of it is, sure, I want to have a great success in my role as a sales. But the other part is when we're new into leadership, I think we feel that our value comes from being so good in our area of expertise. And in that in that time period, it was being a great salesperson. Yeah. And I really struggled with that. And it got to a point where I really had to stop and ask myself, it's if, if I keep sort of prioritizing, making sure my own sales is getting up there, I am not going to be the leader I want to be for my right. team. That's not leadership. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It, it's hard though, isn't it? Because in some ways, I mean, leadership is such an amazing role and its its challenges are amazing, but it is... I don't want to say it's harder, but it really is different, right? And when you've yes. made your, you're good at this, it just really is quite a change. So tell exactly. us more about your experience there. I mean, 
Were you able to adapt based on just recognizing the challenge? So first of all, I think that's key to your point. It's recognizing, okay, I am having a challenge here, right? And the second thing I did was actually, and this is what I'd recommend new leaders to do as well, is go and talk to your manager, to your manager and say, hey, I'm actually being challenged here. And and really say, how should I spend my time? How do I prioritize my resources here? And we just had a great frank conversation around that. And both agreed that, no, let's let's put that. And it's okay. I don't need to be on top of that scoreboard. I'm still making value and adding value to the team by being a leader, right? Yeah. And that was my main focus. Yeah. So really it was that shift of mindset and feeling also that I had the backup to say like, and of course my manager all along thought this was a great idea, right? But just to hear them say it, gave me back a little bit of that confidence. Yes, confidence and some permission. Because again, like you said, these are both very full-time things and we're trying to balance both. So some permission to say, okay, I'm going to relax a little here to push harder as a leader. Yeah, and ask yourself, what is the most important thing? And we actually have statistic here at Franklin Covey that says as an individual contributor, 80% of your success is based on your technical skills. So you might be a great salesperson or project, whatever it is that you're doing. Once you become a leader, 80% of your success stems from your people skills. Amazing. Such a good data point, right? Because if I'm going, if the purpose of leadership is to get work done through other people, then it's all about that connection and the skills of relationships and how you engage with people. All of a sudden, it's not the technical skills at all, but the people skills that really become critical. Such an interesting data point. Right. And I think some of us probably need to lean back into that and go like, all right, that's okay. And it's not about me being the best on the field or, you know, it's just really how can I help everyone around me to be yeah. the best they can be? Yeah. yeah. Leadership can really be humbling in that way. It needs the constant reminder, having been a leader for many years, just remembering that, no, my job isn't to do the work. It's to get the work done through others. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What would be your best advice, Lena? What would you well, say? So I, I'd love to talk a little bit about some of the action we can take. So you mentioned talking mm-hmm. to your own leader. If you're yeah. a new leader, setting those clear expectations, I, I, I thought that was really insightful and a really helpful kind of takeaway from this podcast is go talk to your leader about this challenge yes. and the balance and where you spend time. Um, what other action items are coming to mind for you that we could actually take and do from this podcast? Yeah. So something I always recommend new leaders to do once they get into their role is to, they have a unique sort of space of time, a little bit of opportunity to be just new, right? And no one is really expecting that many amazing things. And so I always say, invite your team members for an individual one-on-one meeting and really have that proper check-in and ask them. So what is it that they would like from you as their leader? And I say, if that's a hard question to ask, maybe say, what's been working well for you in the past? What have you appreciated with other leaders? And what is it that's not been working that well? So I'd say, Get your team involved in in this, like, how am I going to approach this? Leadership can be lonely, but we can make it a lot more lonelier than it needs yes. to be. Yes. So so get your team on board in a sense, right? And, and create this contract 
and, and, and really think about what is it that, how can I help every individual on my team? So I think that's one thing. Speak to your manager, speak to your team members individually, and then let the entire team in on it too and say, okay, so how do we want this to work? What kind of meetings do we want to have? We don't need to have all the answers. I mean, that's one of the biggest tricks of leadership anyway. It's start <laughs> immediately there, right? And, and see what's working for everyone else. What is it that you can do to make a difference? One thing you said that reminds me, we often at Franklin Covey say all disappointment is a function of mismatched expectations. And you're yeah. right. New leaders have such an opportunity as they come in to get really, really clear on the expectations from every person on their team, from their leader, so that they can set everyone up for success. And I would say, of course, there's this unique opportunity with new leaders but any leader anywhere, I mean, I can even, as we're talking, I'm like, oh, make some notes. Who do I need to talk to to get clear on the expectations so that I can perform better as a leader myself? So re really, I, I think we get so used to the grind, right? We get so used yes. to the daily thing and this task and that task and Outlook or Gmail, right? It's just constant. But if we don't take time to move above that and say, okay, but what's the role of a leader? What's my role as a leader in delivering results? You just get buried in that stuff. And you're so spot on there. And that was actually going to be the next thing I wanted to share. Take in charge your time, your calendar, and how you use it. Be proactive about it. And I know we're Franklin Covey, we're fans of that, of course, and weekly planning and all. But really, before you, you went into leadership, you most likely put in, okay, these are the things that I'm going to do. Um, but now go back to that percentage of, okay, 80% of my success will be based on my people skills. So what opportunities do I have to practice that? Did, do I set up myself for my one-on-ones? But what about check-ins and feedback? How do I use delegation, right? Mm -hmm. And really plan time to make sure that you give yourself the opportunity to perform these skills really yeah. uh, and make them happen. Yeah. It's really, I, I appreciate so much everything you shared with us and thank you for getting kind of tactical in what we can do because, well, really all of this does lend itself back to what is the leader's mindset? And, and that's what our ultimate challenge for our viewers and listeners is. What, what is your mindset of your role itself? But it's also really helpful to get some of these really tactical things. So Victoria, thank you so much for your time today, your expertise, your knowledge. Um, we're all better for your time with us. So thank you. Well, thank you. I love being here. Thanks. And for our viewers and listeners, for more information on how you can make the mindset shift from individual contributor to leader, please download our free guide, Make the Mental Leap to Leader. You can find it uh, in a link in the show notes, or you can visit franklincovey.com for additional resources as well. Thanks for joining us today. Mm -hmm.